Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. All right, so here we are. We're back. End of February. Man. It is crazy. It goes so, so fast. Time is something else. February in 2022. Yeah. It's good. Clayton, I'm super excited. We're continuing to talk about identity. Yes. And one person that I really respect and mm-hmm. look up to is our, she happens to be the producer. Nope. Podcast engineer. Okay. She happens to be, <laughs> we like, we can't do this without her. It's yes. our podcast engineer. Yes. Chrissy, Chrissy yes. Kramer. And um, Chrissy, I, thanks for being here with yes, us. Yes, thanks, Chrissy. Thanks. She just she's grabbing a mic and hopping in on this conversation because I have seen and admired so much in you, and you've helped me grow in like identity and what that Thank means. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. for those of you, I think most of you will know, but Chrissy works with our middle school students. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I have my second child in her mix ministry, mm-hmm. and um, I am eager and excited to send him there every week oh. because of, yeah, just how well you love into these kids. So thank you for doing that. Yes. Yes. And so I just a little bit, if you have something more that you want to introduce yourself with, but then, mm-hmm. yeah, if you can share a little bit of like what you're noticing in our youth today about, yeah. it could be specifically third church or more generically, mm-hmm. like what you've seen um, in our youth and how important identity can yeah. be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess to add to the introduction, a huge part of why I'm in middle school ministry is because of my own experience in middle school and seeking Mm -hmm. identity um, and learning how incredibly important it is in those seasons to be engaged in church. (laughs) Um, So church is where I found home. That's where I felt like for the first time I could be who God made me to be. Mm -hmm. And that was fully accepted. Um, And so that is why I'm passionate about working with middle schoolers because they are so eager to know who they are and they're really searching for that. Um, And something that I didn't feel like as a young person was acceptable was asking questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is what I hope the mix is like what Mm -hmm. I hope our students get to experience is um, a place in which they can ask questions about faith where they can, um, yeah, just ask questions about life and Mm -hmm. how we do this. Um, And so something that's really significant and I think, it's probably true in a lot of our lives, whether or not we would maybe say it that way, but like our encounters with Jesus is who is what really stands out to us. Those are moments that like really help us to identify who we are. Um, And so with our students, with the questions that they ask about who they are, what I find really significant is um, having opportunity for them to encounter living God. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I can stand up front and I can tell them who they are, but until they experience who they are in Christ, I think that's what changes everything. And so it's significant to speak truth into them. It's significant to let them know that they're a child of, of God, that they're a co-heir with Christ, that they're unconditionally loved. And then you watch them experience that. And I just had that happen to me last semester. And I just sat and cried because Mm -hmm. I was watching them encounter God and God telling them who he made them to be. And like, just I'm crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's to so watch good. each of them cry as they heard that from God, like yeah. that changed everything for yeah. them. And so I'm not a parent, but I get to work so closely with you. So parents listening, like just keep creating those opportunities, yep. whether that's reading scripture in your home, that's praying, um, speaking life into them, like create those opportunities for them to also encounter God. Mm-hmm. And that will, that will change everything for them. 
Yeah. And I think one thing you do so well, like I've also had the privilege of being a mixed leader. And so I've got to sit and listen to your teaching before. Like you're so open with your journey of, of working out your identity. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an ongoing thing for me anyway. (laughs) Like, so, and you're so open with the kids on, um, this is my story. This is the lies I Mm -hmm. have fought against. And yeah, I just, I really appreciate that, how you're just so open with your own. I mean, and so that's been work, right? Like you've had to go back and see the lies Mm -hmm. that you've believed about yourself and work through those. And yeah, I just think you do a really good job about that. And I always get excellent feedback from my sixth grade son, you know, he'll (laughs) say things that he's picking up in the mix. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. And I think that's just because you're so vulnerable and open about your own journey with the kids. Why do you think that's important to do with them? Um, I think it's significant for them to see that somebody that in people's eyes could be like a professional Christian, someone who works in the church. I walk through having to learn or unlearn things too in my faith. And, um, especially when it comes to lies, like Satan wants nothing more than for us to not be who God made us to be. Right. And so I think he works really hard to confuse that, um, in us. And so I think it's powerful to see some, I mean, we do it with testimony all the time, you know, like, yes, we see really incredible ways that God works and heals and things like that too. But I think there's something about like, oh, that was a lie you believe for a really long time and you worked that out. Maybe there's things like that in me. Like you guys just shared that in the last podcast so beautifully of like, we have to sit and find the lies that we believe because they hold us back from doing what God has called us to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think sharing that with the students helps them to see that I'm also human and it is faith is going to be a process. I'm 30 and Mm -hmm. I'm still working through um, lies from 10 years ago that someone spoke over me. And if I believed that lie, the person told me that I should not be in ministry because I'm a woman, they never make it, and I should change to psychology. Mm-hmm. If I believed that lie, I wouldn't have never graduated with the degree I had. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew what God had for me. Yeah. Um, and so that's a lie I still have to work through. Mm-hmm. You know, that, but God, this is how God created us. And so mm-hmm. for our students, too, you have to keep speaking truth into them and help them to see the lies and undo those lies. And so parents do like vulnerability and lies you believe that's significant in your kids' lives too, to see that and see you working through that. Hmm. So I love what you're saying, Christine, what you're trying to do is, uh, I think it's, it's, it's freeing, but also frightening, I think for a parent. Um, so we do have responsibility to, to speak the truth and mm-hmm. to share the truth, but you know, your mom and dad, like you're supposed to say that mom and dad, right. but we have to continue to say that. Right. We never stop. Yep. But I love what you're trying to do is you're trying to then create opportunity, more opportunities for the spirit to affirm those things yep. in a different way. Yep. Um, so then they, they can combine the two. Yep. So I, I'm just, I'm wondering as parents, people who are listening, like, um, well, I hope the spirit creatively gives you ideas as to, yeah. I don't know, like, what, what do you think it looks like to, to create opportunity yeah for the spirit to speak these things. Like mm-hmm. what is something that we can be doing that's, you know, that opens it up so they can combine the two things like outside of, you know, coming to the mix and coming right. to church. Like what, yep. what can you do in our home lives that could do that? Yes. Any ideas? I would love to hear on that. Some, yeah. If you have ideas, I even I think like, I mean, we've been talking, we've been talking so much about Sabbath mm-hmm. and those things of like, okay, so you see that your child is very creative 
well, that is a part of creator God. Right. Like mm-hmm. that is who he made them to be. So like, it doesn't have to be some sit down, like right. intense prayer experience. Like even just saying like, we love this creative side. Let's do something creative together yeah. because this is how God works through you. Yeah. And like just pointing them back to like, that's in scripture. He, yeah. <laughs> like, he is cr- Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's kind Genesis. of a big part in the beginning. <laughs> like, you know, like pointing out those things and then allowing them to experience yeah. and do that. Like, I think sometimes we can make it super, like it has to be something super spiritual, but it like yeah. your sneaky yeah. sap, but like we yeah. keep yeah. going Sneak, back to that, like sneaky ways, painting with your kid. Who's a creative like yeah. student, like yeah. that's them showing up in their identity as a creative person. Yeah. yeah. That's a part of who God made them yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be, I don't know. That's there's, a, yeah. yeah, there's a, a family that I, um, really love and they're what they've been doing. Um, we'll go over to their house sometimes and they have during certain parts of the year, maybe I think sometimes they do it when they notice that the kids are fighting more than usual or whatever. And they, um, will put buckets on their, uh, sliding glass door and each child. And I think even the mom and dad, they each have a bucket. And so, um, I know a lot of the schools will read like being a bucket filler. Mm -hmm. And so then they'll write encouraging words to put in each other's buckets. Hmm. So that's something, I mean, if you have to be intentional about finding something good in someone, especially Mm -hmm. as families, you can kind of get on each other's nerves a lot, right? Like the people we love are also the people we can drive the most crazy. So, um, being intentional about like, I need to find something to speak a positive thing in each of these people in my lives, but then also teaching your kids to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. As a parent, there's nothing I want more than my kids to be um, building up their siblings. Um, yeah. So that yeah. would be one thing you could something as simple as, hey, let's write. And you don't have to if you don't want to do the buckets, just have a whiteboard and here's everyone's name list, you yeah. know, every so often. Or when you see them doing something good, write it down and just really be affirming of who they are and when they've right. helped you with homework or when they've made their bed without asking or whatever, mm-hmm. just, just mm-hmm. calling out things yeah. like that. Yeah. Or yeah, I love the thing about being creative because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or when they bring home their schoolwork, just commenting, wow, you really try your hardest, you know, all mm-hmm. the things there's so many ways, but it's all about being intentional and yeah, calling out good things. I have a wise woman in my life who uh, will talk about often when she like is spending time with somebody different or new, she'll say to them, um, I'm really thankful for what I learned about God through you. Hmm. And like, what if that's what we looked at when we met someone new or even within our own family? Like, what can I, um, with spending time with you, what do I learn about who God is? Mm. Um, because we are all created in his image. There are, like, we are image bearers. And so am I going to be intentional and looking at you and be like, man, I'm so thankful that I learned, um, about God's encouraging heart or God's kind heart through the way that you, are as a person. Yeah. Um, and I just love that. Helps us see people differently. Yeah. It yeah. does. You guys just talking, just brought a memory to me about uh, just what we learn about God from our kids. I, I might have told mm-hmm. this story before, but we were at Kelly's dad's funeral. Her mom was staying over, Mike, and we just wanted to stand by him, and she's very sad. And uh, Kai um, just stood there and held her leg for mm-hmm. 45 minutes and didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. And grandma said, you can go do other things. And she just wanted to stand by grandma. Didn't say a thing. Yeah. But she was just present. So you said, you, you brought that to my mind, Christina. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I learned about our father's person through my 
four-year-old. Yeah. She just wanted to be mm-hmm. in there. So that's really good to be looking for what can you learn from yep. from your kids. Mm-hmm. But learning it and then also, I mean, maybe Calling as a four-year-old, she won't understand it yet. But right. being, you know, just knowing like, oh, right. she's able to be present in yeah. hard things. And yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if you'll be able to keep seeing that throughout yeah. her life. Just keep yeah. an eye on it. Yeah. She's a sensitive little lady. Yeah. She, she feels yeah. Mm-hmm. So learn a lot from her. But anyways, so I think and think too, just as parents be able to practice Sabbath, if yeah. what we are most of our day is tied to what we do, mm-hmm. if as parents as we can, if one day a week we can say what we do does not matter. Yep. Yep. Like that would be a good, that'd be, that'd be a good thing. Yeah. That's yeah. Really good. And I think too, like what your kids see you do, like I am mm. reminded of when I was a kid, I came down every morning and my mom was sitting in our big red recliner reading her Bible. Hmm. And mm-hmm. often what I would do if there was enough time, depending on how early I got up <laughs> before school, I would go and sit on her lap. Yeah. And like, I now, <laughs> I now have that chair in my apartment huh. and that's still a significant space for yeah. me. Um, because I watched her yeah. encounter. So like, to me, I knew that there was something significant about who God was mm-hmm. because my mom was so faithful in spending time yeah. in his presence. Hmm. And so that was encouraging to me, you know, like I, again, I'm, I'm older now. And that's what I can say looking back in the time. I don't think I probably was like, wow, this is significant. Right. I just remember that and look upon that fondly. It's yeah. like, man, she sought the presence of God. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. made her who she is. And I love who she is. Yeah. That's so. awesome. It's an encouraging word for parents right there. Mm-hmm. Be faithful. Yeah. Hang in there. Yep. Later on, what yep. you did will be significant. Is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Hmm. And I... I'm guessing your mom wasn't doing this like, oh, good. Someday Chrissy will, you know, like she's just doing her best. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure maybe she, well, as a mom, I know I'll, you know, sometimes you look back in the past, you're like, oh, I wish I could have done this differently. But like, isn't it all grace that now God has given you the memory of like, your mom loved Mm -hmm. to read in that chair. She loved to be with me in this chair. So Mm -hmm. I just love that. Yep. It's good. It's good. I think one thing around identity too that I'm noticing as I have a high schooler is I feel like the thing that the devil goes after the quickest feels like our identity. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Pastor Kevin will say this a lot too, like how much he just despises social media, not only because you're comparing yourself, which that can form your identity. If you're comparing yourself, well, I'm not as good as this person. I'm not as pretty as this person. I'm not as thin as this person. I not as strong as this person. Like you're constantly comparing Mm -hmm. your normal everyday life to people's filtered, (laughs) um, best parts of their life. Um, so I just, yeah, it just makes my heart so sad, but also gives me like renewed mission almost to like be speaking into my, uh, daughter, like, nope, that's not who you are. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, or even, you know, if I start to notice her in a, in a mood, I'm like, how much time have you been on Instagram or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like just realizing like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I won't be one to quickly just say no social media at all, because I do think there's a piece where I want her to learn how to engage with social media under mm-hmm. my roof. But so yep. hopefully someday she can look back and say, Hey, I'm feeling kind of in a funk when I was like this at my mom and dad's house, my mom would ask, you know, just her remembering like, what am I doing to feed my identity? Am I on social media more than I'm in the word? Um, so yeah, I just think, I think identity is the easiest target for the devil to Mm -hmm. get us with. And, um, 
gap. So just as a parent, just reminding our kids like, nope, that's not who you are. Let's, let's get back in the word together and let's mm-hmm. see what God says about us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We, we, had, we had a passage for today, but I, th- I don't, I think we're, I don't know if we even go into it. I think <laughs> we want to do want to remind you to keep being in those reading text groups. We want you to be in the word. The word forms us. Yeah. We write those words in our hearts and our minds and we share them. Um, and so we want you to encourage you to do that. We'll have the phone number tagged on the end of this. You can find that and you can join a text group. Um, but Chris, I just want to say thank you to you for what mm-hmm. you're doing with their young people. Yeah. And uh, that you're not trying to fix, you're not, tr- you're trying to, you're speaking the truth, then you're creating space for the truth, mm-hmm. which I think is probably something that we could all think a lot about yeah. mm-hmm. in our homes and our lives. How are we making space for the truth to interact with us? Mm-hmm. Um, and because uh, we get so busy and we, as parents and adults, we want to fix everything. And yeah. there are many things we will not be able to fix. Yeah. Only right. the Holy Spirit could do that. Yep. So if we don't make room for him, he, he won't get a chance to. Yeah. So yeah. thank you yeah. for doing yeah. that with our young people. And it's thank an you for sharing with us today. And um, I think we should bless the mix yeah. as their meeting. And uh as a conclusion. We do that. Thank you yeah. for joining us for this T3 so, family podcast. Father, we, we bless um, our 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, all the leaders in Chrissy and Lauren as they lead. Um, we know that you smile on that gathering each week. And uh, we pray a special blessing in that space uh, where you shine directly on the auditorium as they meet and in their small groups. Um, that how you see each young person will be felt and experienced. And uh, we just pray that they would all know um, beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are your sons and daughters in a way that is more than words and more than um, what we can humanly share, but it would be supernaturally given to them by you. So we pray that in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Uh, if you'd like to join one of the reading text groups we talked about in this last episode, uh, just text the word MARK, M-A-R-K, to 855-521-2264. And just so you know, it's just two texts a week, and we just want to gently remind you to be in the Word, reading with a group of people who love Jesus.